What's up, 4D Nation? Uh, Brian Jackson here with uh, Chris Hughesby, another episode on the 4th Down Experience podcast. And uh, this season, we've been focusing on communicating with college football special teams coaches. And we are excited to have Cody Sheck Snyder from Austin P, a special teams coach there. Uh, Cody, welcome to the show, man. Uh, thank you for having me, man. I'm glad I could be a part of it. Thank you, Cody. It's a, a nice long reunion. I know we talk by text every once in a while, but uh, tell our listeners here, Cody was once a camper of ours. That's right, so, 2015, Mobile, the first ever uh, SI camp, huh? Yeah, uh, that was that was the first one we did in Mobile, and, and I just remember you being one of the, the few pure punters that were there that could hold, and you were just rocking them things in Mobile in 100 degrees. Yeah, I, I remember it was uh it was really hot. I think I think I had to change my cleats because I had water, sweat in my my shoes, and uh, we yep. had to, I, I know we had the the one uh the one time where we we came back after the lunch, and I had to change clothes because I was soaking wet. Man, it was a good time though. <laughs> yep. So yep. talk about your career playing wise and how you got into coaching too. Man, so uh I had the opportunity to play at Mississippi State. Um. Got got the opportunity to walk on there. Um, Chris Boniol took a shot on me. I just kind of ran with it, um, and and very thankful for Bones to this day. I still talk to him all the time, and uh, had the opportunity to walk on at Mississippi State. Got put on scholarship my senior year. Uh, became a team captain um, with the team, and you know I, I just wanted to get into coaching um, as soon as I stepped on campus. Uh, I've always had great coaches playing at a, a dominant uh, football program in the state of Louisiana. Uh, J.T. Curtis is, is the best football coach in the country, statistically-wise as well. Um, having his, his knowledge and, and his coaches with me in high school, I always knew that, you know, this is what I want to do. I've always had coaches that poured into me, loved me, uh, even on the college level. Those, I still communicate with all those, all those coaches. And, and having the opportunity to now give back what I've learned uh, from from the experts, from, you know, uh, Coach Bonio's house with Tampa. Uh, he coached for the Cowboys, coached with the Raiders, coached with uh, – or won a Super Bowl with the, uh, with the Cowboys. So, having a guy like that, uh, even Alan Tucker, he's still at Mississippi State. And guys uh, here, Coach uh, Coach Papa Lardis, Coach Walden, and, and Coach Coach Powell, you know, those guys pour into you where you just want to – you want to learn more about the game but also pour back into the players. And, and I think – that's what helps me um, become a better coach and wanting to coach. Um, a lot of times, you know, you get um, – you find that coaches become father figures in your life. And I, I, my father is, is one of the best men in, in the world. But I've also had great coaches as well that kind of um, showed me what my father showed me because um, my, my, my dad never coached me. The only time he coached me was whenever I was younger and – to look, to look back at those guys and, and still be able to talk to them, I mean, it, it means the world to me. Uh, that's great. What, um, and, I mean, you had some re real good coaching mentors there along the way, especially with Coach Bonio. What was it like to actually have a coach that knew what they were talking about, special, you know, kicking-wise and punting-wise and all that? Uh, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It makes you a better player. Um, having bones – at that level, um, we would watch film, and he, he could tell you exactly what you did wrong. Um, and his, his biggest thing was, you know, um, 
the film don't lie. And that's, that's 100% true. The film does not lie. And, and one of the things that Bones brought to the game, even uh, Adam Shire, which is now at Rutgers, uh, one of my mentors as well, he showed us how to work efficiently. You know, you see a lot of times with young kickers is, all right, I, I got to kick a thousand balls or I got to kick. Uh, I always got to have that perfect ball or I always got to go out and, and finish on a good one. There was days in college where I'm not having the best day. I'm, I'm not punting well. I'm not kicking well. It's okay to put the ball down and say, I'm going to walk away and come back tomorrow. Because I learned Adam Shire was always, was always one of the biggest guys that would always say Bones was, Bones was the same exact way. Is you would sit there and it's like, all right, well, I'm not having a day. All you're going to do is create bad habits. You're going to try and get out of your element. You're going to try and get out of your zone. You're going to overstep. You're going to try and overcorrect. And what that leads to is, is bad habits. It leads to consistently not hitting the ball well. And whenever you get frustrated as a kicker, that's one of the worst things you can do is try and overcorrect itself. I tell my kickers all the time, we're not having a day. Put the ball down. We'll come back out tomorrow and kick. Because so many times you lose you – lose I shouldn't say you don't lose credibility, but like I tell them all the time, what you put on film is your resume. So what you don't want me to see, don't do it. And if you're having a bad day, put it away. Come back tomorrow and kick. And, and that's one of the things that Adam Shire, Alan Tucker, um, I mean, Bones, that's what they preached all the time was uh, you don't have to have qu uh, quality. I mean, you don't have to have quantity, make it quality. Right. So there at Austin P, Cody, how, uh, how are things going with the specialist room there? And, and also, I'm also curious about uh, the communication with you and like the special teams coordinator and the head coach and, and kind of that, that relationship to a special teams coach that has actually kicked and punted at the, at the, at the highest college level. You know, I'm curious about that dynamic where, hey, we have a guy now on staff that actually knows these guys and knows the mental side. And he's had all these great mentor coaches and even our guidance when you came through our camp and everything. So talk about that, like that correlation with those coaches, and also talk about your specialists and your specialist room. So uh, Coach Walda is fantastic. Uh, that's our head coach here. Um, he knows, he loves the game of special teams. Uh, he, had the no, he had the number uh, one kickoff, uh, kickoff return team in the country, I believe, two years ago. Um, he had, I think they had like three or four touchdowns on kickoff return. Uh, he buys into it. One of the things that he says all the time is you're the head coach of your room. So uh, Coach Powell is, is the head coach of, of special teams. And uh, Coach Powell takes great, great pride in special teams. I think all of our coaches here on staff takes great pride in special teams. You know, a lot of times you, you think, oh, it's just a special teams coordinator that's going to run it. But you, you forget, a lot of times people forget about the, the left guard, the left tackle, the, the shield. All of our coaches are bought in. And I think whenever your coaches are bought in to your special teams, you'll always have success. And one of the things our, our coaches care about, our kickers and punters here, you know, it's not going to be over reps. It's not going to be – we're not going to kick a 1,000 balls a day. You know, they, they take great concern in that, and, and they care about our, our kids' legs, um, the way they kick, and, and the way they, they perform. Um, to, to just reiterate on Coach Powell, Coach Powell's been a special teams coordinator – at uh, CNU, um, Christopher Newport, uh, he, he had great success there. He was at Marshall. 
He interned at Marshall. He interned at uh, or he uh, GA'd at Villanova. GA'd at Marshall. Uh, was been a bu- been at a bunch of places. Uh, I believe his grandfather was at Yale for a while. Um, but you know he 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 cares about the game. He cares about special teams. And whenever you can sit there and learn about a defensive coordinator, a linebackers coach that knows the game of football, it's like they they know how to treat kickers and punters as well. Um, so I, I think I think with that, um, you know, our head coach loves teams. When your head coach loves teams, you're going to be the best on teams you can be. Um, the specialists here at, at at Austin P are fantastic. They're one of the best guys I've been around. They work hard every single day. Uh, they get in the weight room. They 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 stretch all the time. They foam roll. Uh, they perfect their craft. They want to get better, and that, and that's one of the things that that was that was so humbling whenever you can be a coach and you don't have to worry about your guys not taking care of their body uh not not wanting to uh work out when they're bought into that they're a good specialist group and i think that's one thing that helps us here at uh, austin p is we have a lot of young guys but we also have guys that's been at other places and also guys from the past that's kind of showed them uh the ropes so they kind of take a leadership role it's not and here at Austin P, I, I love it because my specialists aren't, I'm just a kicker. I'm just a punter. They're a team leader. And I, I, I that's what I want to see in, in kicker snappers punters. You're not just a punter. You're a football player. You're not just a kicker. You're a team leader. Because guess what? When, when, when the pressure's on or if you're not doing well, the team here at Austin P picks up the kickers and punters. They want to see them succeed. They want to see them succeed just as much as the offense and defense. Because here at Austin P, we have something where it's not just special teams. It's called WeFence. And, and that's one thing Coach, Coach, uh, Coach Walden brought over was WeFence. And he had, he had a great, great saying the other day in a team meeting. He said, special teams is the one unit on a team that, can, that everyone on the team plays together. You have offensive linemen. You have, you have uh, defensive guys. You have receivers. You have D linemen playing on special teams. And that's the one unit where everyone can come together and make it make it better and make a um, make a unit stronger and I think I think that's whenever good teams become successful is whenever everyone can work together and and uh, put teams first man that's great I'm curious here I want to talk a little bit about uh, the football season here because we haven't talked to somebody yet that I think it looks like you guys are having a spring football schedule uh, and then kind of prepping for the, the interview here, it looked like you guys had three fall games and then still having a spring season. Is that correct? That is correct. So what, what has that been like, kind of like as you're trying to prep? Because it, it had to have been a lot of like, what if, like, are we going to keep playing or not? And then what's it like in, like in general, holistically, what's, what's the recruiting process been like when you're dealing with the spring season as well? Um, I, I think – the spring season is definitely going to be interesting. Uh, I think I think all of us are, are excited for it. Uh, it's something different. Football is being played all year round, um, so we're excited for it. I think with like the whole COVID year, um, you you just have to be available. You have to be smart of what you do outside the building. Um, make sure you're always wearing your mask. Make sure uh, you're available to play. You know that that's one of the things. Like um, we we it was unfortunate for us the first game of the season. Uh, all three of our long snappers were out for uh, COVID, and it's it's the next man in. Uh, so you kind of you kind of just see who can who can do things, um, you know, in, in case you got to play. 
but that, that's one of the things you just got to adapt mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> overcome adversity. You know, recruiting wise, it stays the same. You know, recruiting wise, you're always you're always trying to find the best guy for the program, the best guy that's gonna that that's that's bought in for the program, the the guy that's gonna compete. You know, um, recruiting wise, for for me, always stays the same. Um, you know, I'm always looking for the best punters, the best kickers, the best snappers. Uh, but most importantly, I'm looking for the best leaders. I'm looking for the for the leaders on and off the field, the guys uh, that's gonna help out in the community. You know, you can be a great kicker and punter. Or, or a snapper, but if your characteristics aren't there, a lot of a lot of teams aren't going to want you. But uh, I think I think majority of the time, you know, and and I can't speak on other schools, but here at Austin P, we're always recruiting. It doesn't matter if we're playing in the spring season or the fall season; uh, it pretty much stays the same. Hey, so Cody, man, I love hearing the passion in your voice and all the energy, man. That just speaks volumes about you and your character. And I think you've always been a hype guy and just 100% genuine. Uh, man, those like Louisiana dudes, they're just always just like such good dudes, man. Good hearts. Absolutely, man. They, they got, a, they got a lot of talent down in Louisiana and, uh, they got a lot of talent everywhere in the country, but, uh, Nola pride all the way, man. Right. So, man. So like, uh, one thing I want to ask you about, cause like you're in Tennessee right now. So you get to see all the dudes below you to the left, to the right and out above you, you know, what are some things that stand out to you when kickers and punters and snappers are putting out film? What are things that you like and what are you things that you wish specialists would change or improve when they're marketing themselves on social media and Twitter? Uh, that's a really good question. You know, uh, you see a bunch of things and, and a lot of kids have been creative. Um, you know, they, they get creative, they send you stuff. They, uh, I mean, they email you Twitter DMS, all of it. Uh, you know, the one thing I always like now with the COVID year, since you can't have the camps uh, on campus to see the kids, uh, the biggest thing is uncut film. You know, uh, being a being a kicker for or a punter for a while, uh, Bones Bones taught me you know taught me a bunch, and uh, you know a lot of credit goes to him. He he taught me the way the ball flight is. Uh, if you could see if a guy's going to be inconsistent or not, um, but just uncut film. You know, that, that's one of the biggest things is we want to see the, the rotation of the ball. We want to see the ball spin. We want to see if it's a fast spin, if it's a slow spin. We want to see the hang time. Um, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, we always got a stopwatch. A stopwatch is always going to be there, and, and we're going we're gonna to always have the correct times, you know. Uh, sometimes you see there'll be like four or five – there'll be like four or five tenths off, you know. Um, and and that, that's one of the biggest things. It's like uh, – there's no reason to lie about it. You know, uh, if, it, if it's a, if it's a four, six, it's a four, six. It's not a, it's a, not a four, nine, but uh, uncut film is, is always, is always the president. I think of, of recruiting kids now that we can't get you on, on campus to see you. The follow up on that, Cody, you know, you're, you're a younger guy and, you know, you grew up with Instagram just like, just like we have, but you know, we're a little older and I'm, I'm starting to see a lot more college coaches that are, and the younger brackets that are on Instagram as well. And, and they're also kind of recruiting on Instagram too. Um, do you kind of see like a shift and, and do you think Twitter and Instagram, or do you still think Twitter will be still the main social media thing for the next few years? Um, I still think Twitter will always be the, the main thing. Uh, I remember sitting in, in your camp and, and I did it as a, um, as a camper um, and, and going through the process 
um, I remember sitting in that ballroom. I think it might have been the Marriott or something like that. You put in there and you said, get creative with it. Friend them on Facebook. Friend them on, uh, on Twitter. <laughs> Find any way possible. Uh, and, um, man, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I, I've got it all. Uh, I always take the time out to watch them. Um, you know, I, I try and respond as much as possible. Uh, we Coaches are busy. They're really busy. And uh, But but just believe we watch the film. Uh, we Even though you might not get a response right away, uh, be patient. You know, that, that's one thing uh, I can always say is uh, I tell guys all the time, be patient. You know, just because other guys are getting something and you're not, you never know when the, when the time's going to strike. Um, and all it takes is one coach to believe in you. There's, there's 820 plus colleges out there in the, in the, uh, in the world. And all it takes is one guy to believe in you. Cause, uh, you don't need to, you don't need to, you don't need to prove nobody wrong. You just need to prove that one guy, right. That gave you the opportunity. You know, and Cody, there's, you mentioned like over 800 schools, 820, 830 plus schools. The, the 2021 kids are freaking out and rightfully so, but kickers, punters, snappers, you know, what I've been telling them, I'm like, look, y'all like these 15% of guys that have, been offered and have committed is what would have happened in the summer if you guys had your camps and and I, I understand that it's natural for them to freak out right now because they're in the moment they haven't lived these extra years that we've lived but what would you say to these 2021s now to to late July like what would you tell them if they if they haven't had an offer hadn't had any interest and they're and they're thinking to hang the cleats up if they're really good and, and have a chance to play like I just said, man, be patient. Be patient. Uh, be grateful for what you get. Be grateful for the opportunity the coach gives you. Because when a coach gives you an opportunity, that means he believes in you. That means he wants you to be a part of the opportunity. It means he wants you to be a part of the, uh, the university. I think sometimes a lot of, a lot of younger kids and, and, and recruits get caught up in the name of the school. It's not always about the name of the school. It's about proving your parents right. It's about proving your coach is right. Most importantly, it's proving yourself right. You know, we got a coach on staff, Coach Keith Scott. He, uh, he helps out on special teams as well. He says it all the time, and he tweets it out all the time. You can have a D1 offer from a Power 5 that means you're talented. You can have a, a D3 uh, school offer that means you're talented. You can have an NAI school offer you that means you're talented. That means someone believes in you. And, and when someone believes in you, that's the opportunity you need to take. You know, it's not always about chasing the big-name school. It's not always – it's not always – about chasing the, the 100,000 fans in the stadium. Those kids are talented just like you are. You aren't meant to be there if that's not the case. You know, I, and I truly believe God's always got a plan for you. Um, he's, got, he's got a plan for you to go out and, and be who you are. If that's in the community, if that's on the football team, if that's in the classroom or the university, just be, just be grateful for the opportunity that you got. You got me all hyped here, Cody. Jeez, you're a good speaker. You're a good pump-up guy. Um, all right, I got a few questions here. Um, you just made me think, because you, you sat through our recruiting talks at camps. You lived it as a player. Now you're a coach, and now you're, you're on the other end of the spectrum. So just got a few questions you could clarify if you want, or if you can. When, when is the best time for an athlete, if they're going to DM or email a coach? What's, what's a good time that they should try to reach out? Um. I would probably say the off season, uh, but I, I say the off season. But any time, do it. Do it whenever you feel best. Get their attention. Blow their blow their phone up. 
Um, you know, if they if they follow you, hit them up. Uh, always send your film, even if even if they don't respond. Uh, send your send your latest film because they might have they might be like they might see that that latest film and they'll be like, oh dang, like always keep always promote yourself. You know, there there's a there's a thing uh, that I always did whenever I was getting recruited in, in the process, like promote yourself. Don't wait for someone else to 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 try and do it for you, because if you're not trying, there's someone else out there getting that coach's attention. So uh, whatever it is, I mean, you, you got to do whatever it is to get that coach's attention and and hopefully get the opportunity to play at the next level. Perfect. All right. How soon if they shoot you a DM? And they don't hear from a coach. I always wonder, like, does that mean they're just not interested? You know, but and then and they're asking, when should I follow back up? But in your opinion, now that you're on the receiving end of these DMs, what's what's kind of an appropriate protocol for kids to just follow back up and keep asking until they yeah. Until they reach? Uh, you know, especially when they were in season, they're they're really busy. Um, you know, Mondays are, are a lot of times the coaches' off days. Well, not the coaches' off days, the players' off days. Uh, normally, like Mondays are like game planning days or whatever. But now with the COVID, it's all it's all um, it's all different. But I would say uh, I would say just give it like a, a week or two. You know, a lot of times coaches are busy. They're uh, they're game planning. They're they're doing. They got their plates full. You know, so um, you know I would anytime you got updated film, just shoot it to them. Coach, how you doing? Uh, you know, here, here's my latest film. Um, I mean, that's, that's really what I would say. I'd say give it a week or two, or, or maybe it might even be longer. I mean, there's been times where when I was getting recruited, I DM'd the coach, and I didn't hear back from him until a month, and then it took off from there. We had, we had a conversation, and we, and we stayed talking. So, uh, yeah, like I said, just be patient, man. Just, just be patient. You know, I know it can, it can be frustrating because it was frustrating for me whenever I was going through it, um, and – I had the opportunity to talk to pretty much everyone in the country and, you know, just be patient because a lot of times, you know, uh, like I said, coaches are busy. Sometimes uh, the specialists are, uh, you know, maybe might be, might be the last recruited or, or, or uh, they might, it might just be with the need, what the need of the team might be. So I just say, be patient. Uh, don't get frustrated as, as much as, you can, and I know as much as frustrating as it can be, but um, just believe in your work. Hey, Cody, this is going to be a random question before Coach Hughesby finishes off with our our stadium question that we ask everyone. Um, just a, just a complete random question just hit my head. Um, and you know, you're you're in you're a Louisiana guy, and you know you're used to seeing some guys with mullets and different things like that. But like, you know there's a lot of really good kickers out there, but some of these guys have long hair or they may have a piercing or, or something like, and I want you to speak truth on this, Cody, with the, the coaches in your room and the coaches you've been around at Mississippi state, et cetera. You know, would polishing up a haircut and cutting the long hair and looking a little clean, would that help a guy's situation out, even though he's stroking the ball? Is that a big deal? Is that a factor? I'm just curious. I'm just asking the question. Uh, I, I don't see a problem with it. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't affect me. I don't know what other coaches have. I mean, if you can ball, you can ball, and I'm going to try and get you. Uh, Does it add swagger on the opposite I, end? 
hey, as, as much as y'all know, kickers and punters can be, uh, or as a lot of people say, kickers and punters got their own personality. So uh, just embrace your personality, man. That's what I, I would say. Uh, if you could play, you could play. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would say just be you. Just be you. Cool. I, I know the whole mullet thing, I guess, is coming back in style. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of different – I mean, Rodrigo, he had, he had the glasses. He, he's got his own brand now, Respect the Specs. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, just make, make, make it fun, man. Nice. All right, one last question that kids always ask us, and just want to get your opinion before we do our flagship question. But um, kids always want to know kind of where they stand and how, how should I find that out? Like, what, what would be a good way for a kid to approach you just to find out, like, if they're even on the recruiting board or where they stand or maybe where they list rank in your, in your prospect list? What's a good way for them to, like, just ask? Um, you know, I, I'm not really sure. Uh, I know if a coach is talking to you, that means you're probably on his board. Um, I, I know me personally, I, I mean, I don't, I see, see, I just talked to all the punters and kickers. Uh, I don't think ranking really comes down to it until it's, it's go time, you know? Um, I mean, I, I don't really see the need to ask where, where you're at on the board. Cause, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the coach is giving you the opportunity most of the time. Um, I, I just don't see no need for it. Cool. Tay, tw real quick, I'm going to slide another one in. 2022s, they're already starting to itch a little bit, and these guys are just getting impatient. I think probably COVID and not having college camps last year and and then hoping that there's college camps this year, this summer. But, you know, these 2022 KPs and, and LSs, when do you foresee across the nation, not even not Austin P, just like across the nation with your expertise and, and just being around the guys, when do you foresee some offers starting to fall for, for these 2022s in the specialist room? You know, it's tough. It's tough. Um, you know, I, that's, I don't even know if I, I – I can't even answer. I mean, I don't even know. Um, do, you, like, do you even think there's a chance that, like, Austin P or FCS or D2 or, or D1 FBS programs, do you think y'all are going to be able to run camps this summer? See, and that's one of the things we don't even know. You know, I know they backed the, the recruiting process up to July or August, uh, April 21st or something like that. Yeah. We're hoping to get to run camps, you know. Uh, for 2022s, be patient. Be patient. You got all the way until next July. Or, yeah, next July. I'm looking at the calendar now. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's still a lot of coaches still working on the 21 board. Mm -hmm. So, be patient. Enjoy, enjoy the time. Enjoy training. Um, focus on focus on perfecting your craft, getting better at at what you do. Um, perf perfect whatever it is, you know. Uh, keep sending out film. It's never it's never bad to send out film. It's never bad to DM coaches. It's never bad to put a Twitter DM out there. Mm -hmm. um, just just be patient, man. I mean, twenty twenty two is is a while away, and um, I mean, heck, we just started uh, 2021 four days ago. So, uh, yeah, just be patient. And to answer the camp question, I don't know when when we're gonna have uh, be able to have kids. Uh, hopefully, we're able to have them this spring. Once if we get uh, when we get to play this spring, hopefully they they allow kids on campus. You know, I think that's a huge recruiting a huge recruiting tool. It lets us see the kids in person. They get to meet us. You know, uh, 
there's no it wouldn't be no zoom it wouldn't be no uh official visits um on uh zoom or whatever so i mean granted it, it hurts the coaches as much as it hurts the players because we we want to have y'all on campus we we want the kids on campus we want to be able to interact with them we want to be able to interact with their family you know we we want to have them on campus we want to show them the place you know we have a beautiful campus here at austin p beautiful town you know um and i'd love to show kids this this place but right now it you just can't because of the rules yeah awesome that's great all right coach this is gonna be a fun one for us our capstone question here we always ask the players and uh now you've been a player and a coach at at, at, a, at a division one level uh tell us your five favorite stadiums you've ever played in and or if you want to add into the mix coached in as well and maybe why so i played in davis wade stadium i played in davis wade stadium that's the home, that was the home for four years there's nothing like cowbells Sixty-three thousand cowbells ringing there's no stadium like it um i would say Georgia was fun between the hedges. Um, I always loved Auburn. Uh, Jordan Hare was, was fantastic. Um, the crowd, Georgia was loud. I mean, of course, um, LSU was probably the loudest stadium I've ever played in. LSU at Death Valley at night is undefeated. Um, Jordan Hare was fun. Georgia was loud. Um, Foxborough was fun. We played Fox, uh, we played um, uh, UMass my freshman year in Foxborough. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, this, I'm gonna tell you the turf was really, really it was really spongy. Um, so uh, a lot. Of, I think I think we wore um, football cleats on our on our non-kicking foot that game. Um, I got to play. I, well, I got the coach at Heinz Field this year nice. um, against the University of Pitt. That would have been nice to have fans in the stands, but uh, it was still a cool experience. Uh, really windy. Uh, Foxborough was windy as well with the open side. Um, you know, Tuscaloosa was fun. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think. I got to play in the, uh, in the Outback Bowl, which was in Tampa Stadium, which was nice. I got to play in, uh, in Jacksonville Stadium. I got to play in the – the uh, the Superdome four times for the state championship. Um, you know, it, it's hard to rank them, but because uh, the opportunity, man. You know, I I never got caught up in the stadium part because I was always just trying to take it in. I was trying to just enjoy my time, man. Um, you know, be thankful for the opportunity that I had to play in the SEC. You know, a lot of kids – and they dream of that. And my, my dream turned to reality. So, so playing in pretty much every stadium in the SEC was, was fantastic. Um, would I do it over again? Absolutely. But uh, do, I, do I miss it? Not really, man. Uh, I, I gave everything I had. You know, I, I, I wanted to leave the stadium with, with no regrets. No, uh, you know, a lot of times players are like, oh, I wish I would have done this. I wish – I gave everything I had, man, and I and I absolutely loved it. But uh, every SEC stadium was fantastic to play in. I think every stadium that I got to play in was unique, so it's kind of hard to just touch on it. But um, definitely, man, if you if you have never been to a Mississippi State game, the Cowbells are fantastic. I think it's a I think it's a stadium that that everyone likes to play in. 
Well, Cody, man, it's been great uh, talking to you for 30 minutes and, and we really enjoy it. And you provided a lot of great information, a lot of great motivation. And I think a lot of these kids and parents will be able to take back and help them. And uh, we're excited about you at Austin P University. You guys are doing a great job up there in Tennessee and, and we can't wait to see uh, what, what you do on your journey in, in the coaching realm and, and keep our connection, man. Uh, uh, guys, make sure you go follow him on Twitter. It's Coach Shex, right? So Coach yes, sir. S-C-H-E-X. You guys go follow him and, and hit him up. Uh, Coach, thanks so much, man. Uh, and we hope that you have had a happy new year so far. Absolutely. Same to y'all as well. And uh, just to leave y'all, man, be patient and love, love the process, man. Go Govs. Thanks, Cody. Appreciate you being on. It was awesome. Thanks, Chris and Brian. Appreciate it. Yeah, right, man. Good luck this Peace. spring. I appreciate it. Thanks.